Well, good evening. Welcome to Maniac Marketers. I am your host, Terry Allison. Our title for tonight is Developing People as Your Most Appreciable Asset in a Work-at-Home Business. And this is part one of a series uh, that that we're doing. Uh, the, the source material that I use comes from a book by John Maxwell titled Developing the Leader Within You. Now let's talk a moment about the reasons why people come to a work-at-home business and what is their, their why for coming in the first place. For many people it's to lure lots of money. You know, They see these ads that promises to make you know thousands of dollars overnight there's even some that even promised to you know to make you a millionaire overnight well uh, you know that that promise that that uh, hook is out there you know trying to uh, lure you to uh, to make him money really really quick uh, some people come for a replacement income maybe the, uh, their company Downsized and they lay some people off. Uh, maybe they got hurt on the job. Uh, maybe they're working two or three jobs and they want to cut back on their jobs. But in order to do that, uh, they need that replacement income to make up for that. Some people are just fed up with with a boss. Um, they they don't like the attitude of the boss. The boss is too controlling. Uh, and I'm sure there's a whole host of uh, uh, reasons out there even just for that. Uh, maybe they, you know the, the boss is always uh, talking down to them. Uh, whatever uh, that reason may be. Uh, some people like to be YOB. Uh, they like to be your own boss. Uh, being, they don't like being told what to do or anything like that. They just... Uh, they want to have that freedom just to, you know, uh, have their work uh, lined out and just uh, the way they want it that makes sense to them and then just go after it. Some people like that freedom and flexibility. Uh, be, you know, if your kid is um, uh, at the school and they you need to do a parent-teacher meeting or maybe there's a special event going on at the school, you want to be able just to take off. And, and go uh, watch your child or, or meet with a teacher or whatever whatever it may be. Uh, with a job, you, you don't have that freedom. Uh, you have to schedule for that time off uh, if the boss will let you have it off. Uh, and then uh, sometimes, like if you're scheduling vacations, sometimes you got to schedule your vacations uh, like in December or January to get the, you know, your you know your choice if yeah if you if you go by seniority methods uh, you know the people with seniority get the first picks throughout the year and, and I always found it hard to uh, to really schedule something six seven you know months down the road let alone uh, for a whole year uh, but you know some people just like the flexibility of being able to to take off uh, during the middle of the week uh, to to do some travels. You know, what's the best time to, to go do anything? Well, really, it's it's Tuesday through 
Thursday. Uh, that's where when everybody else is is at uh, at a job, and uh, you know the we the weekends are always full with, with people. It's pretty crowded. Some people uh, look at a work at home business for family and family legacy. Uh, kids, you know, grow up so fast, and uh, they want to be able to uh, stay at home and and work. And you know, just be with the kids and and watch them grow up, and because they grow up so fast, and uh, just want to be a part of their their lives. Uh, I've had that uh, freedom to be able to to do that uh, since my kids uh, have been, uh, been born, and and uh, I really enjoy being able to to watch them. And and still, that time has just you know swept by so fast. Uh, some people want to uh, uh, do a work-at-home business to create a family legacy. They want to. They want to have that challenge of starting a business, uh, setting goals, and uh, and accomplishing those goals. And then, uh, and then over time, uh, they want to be able to hand it off to their kids and say, "Hey, kids, uh, you know, you you've watched me over the years." Uh, I'm sure you have some of your own ideas that you'd like to uh, accomplish. Uh, you know, you've worked with me in the business. Uh, I, I want to give it over to you, and then you just give the business to them and and let them go for it. So you've created a family legacy, and then uh, hopefully they'll pass that on down to their kids. Well, mentoring. What? Let's talk about mentoring for a moment. What is mentoring? You know, the maniac marketers want to mentor you to be successful in a work-at-home business. That means walking alongside of you and and, and showing you how to use tools uh, for your business, and also uh, how to be a leader in your business. Because if you're not a leader uh, in your business, uh, you're not going to have much of a business. So we want to we want to talk about that. So the aspect that we're going to talk about tonight is developing your most appreciable asset, and that is people. The one who influences others to follow only is a leader with certain limitations. The one who influences others to lead others is a leader without limitations. As Andrew Carnegie said, no man will make a great leader who wants to do it all himself or to get all the credit for doing it. Guy Ferguson puts it this way, to know how to do a job is the accomplishment of labor. To be available to tell others is the accomplishment of the teacher. To inspire others to do better work is the accomplishment of management. To be able to do all three is the accomplishment of true leaders. So we want to focus on people. Um, now Maxwell says that uh, there's a there's basically three levels uh, of people that he's uh, observed over the years their work skills. Level one is a person who works better with people is a follower. Level two, 
the person who helps people work better is a manager. In level three, the person who develops better people to work is a leader. So let's talk a moment about principles for people development. Uh, success in developing others will depend on how well you accomplish each of the following. Value of people. This is an issue of attitude, of your attitude. Commitment to people. This is an issue of your time. Integrity with people. This is an issue of your character. Standard for people. This is an issue of your vision. Influence over people. This is an issue of your leadership. So here's some uh, uh, assumptions that you can uh, that you can have. Uh, there, the three areas in which successful people developers are different from those who are not successful in developing others. Successful people developers, one, make the right assumptions about people, two, ask the right questions about people, and three, give the right assistance to people. So, successful people developers make the right assumptions about people. Motivating others has always relatively been easy for old, old Maxwell. He said that uh, for years he's, uh, he, he was asked, uh, John, how do you motivate people? And his pet answers were like, well, stay enthusiastic, encourage others, lead the way, believe in people. And he would watch others follow his advice and be successful for a short time, only to fall back into the old habit patterns and the results of low morale. So, what is your assumptions about people in general? Well, let's talk about that. An assumption is an opinion that something is true. Assumptions about people largely determine how you treat them. Why? What you assume about people is what you look for. What you look for is what you find. And what you find influences your response. Therefore, negative assumptions about others will stimulate negative leadership of them. Positive assumptions about others will stimulate positive leadership of others. So here's, so, here's several assumptions about people that, that he's found to be extremely valuable. And, that, and that's basically true, you know. Uh, when you don't think someone can uh, do something or, uh, you know, you just don't have very much uh, faith in that they can... Uh, do the job, then you do things to, uh, or you see people in that light, and then uh, and they don't do those things because you don't 
left end. So, so let's let's talk some more about that. Everyone wants to feel worthwhile is this first assumption. The most successful teachers, writers, managers, politicians, philosophers, and leaders who deal with people instinctively know the simple fact. Every person in the world is hungry. Yes, every person in the world is hungry for something, be it recognition, companionship, understanding, love, and that list is endless. But one thing always find, can always be found on a list of people's needs is the desire to feel worthwhile. People want to feel important. Donald Laird says to always help people increase their own self-esteem. Develop your skills in making other people feel important. There is hardly a higher compliment you can pay an individual than to help that person be useful and find satisfaction and significance. And you've got to believe that. Now, Napoleon Bonaparte, uh, you, you know him as the, the French leader. He, he's really a leader's leader. He knew every officer of his army by name. He liked to wander through his camp, meet an officer, greet him by name, and talk about a battle or a maneuver he knew this officer had been involved in. He never missed an opportunity to inquire about a soldier's hometown, wife, and family. And the men, all oh, the men, were always amazed to see how much detailed personal information about each one of the emperor was able to to store in his in his memory. And since every officer felt Napoleon's personal interest in him proved by his statements and, and questions, it is easy to understand the devotion that all felt for him. So take time to know the people around you and that that work with you, uh, whether it's uh, as a hobby or as a, as a work at home business or whatever you're doing, take time to to get to know them. Everyone needs and responds to encouragement is the next assumption. For 23 years, uh, Maxwell has been responsible for developing people. He's yet to find a person who did not do better work and put forth greater effort under a spirit of approval than under a spirit of criticism. Encouragement is oxygen to the soul. And I know that is so true. I know when I... Uh, did my little stint uh, last year at um, at this one company called ACS. Uh, it's a telephone company, uh, not a telephone company, but a a, uh, a place that receives a call center. Uh, and uh, you know, they didn't uh, uh, they didn't really develop the people. 
They was always condescending and everything, and it was just uh, really a, a terrible place to for me to work at, and uh, and I think others found that uh, as well. But um, I, I don't want to uh, talk much about that because, you know, hey, that just wasn't for me. Uh, I found what, what really was for me, and that's to work at home. But um, researchers are, are turning up new evidence to support the old truth that encouragement brings out the best in people. In one experiment, adults were given puzzles to solve. All ten were exactly the same for all the adults. They worked on them and turned them in and were given results at the end. However, the results were fictitious. Half of the exam takers were told that they had done well, getting seven of ten correct. The other half were told that they had done poorly, getting seven of ten wrong. Then all were given an, another ten puzzles. Again, the puzzles were the same for each person. The half who had been told they had done well with the first puzzles did better with the second set. The other half did worse. Criticism, even though it was given falsely, ruined them. Viktor Frankl said, If you treat people to a vision of themselves, if you apparently overrate them, you make them become what they are capable of becoming. You know, if we take people as they are, we make them worse. If we take them as they should be, we help them become what they can be. If you say this is idealism, overrating man, then I must answer, idealism is the real realism, because you help people actualize themselves. Now take a moment and link the definition of leadership, which is influence, with the responsibility of leadership, and that's the, the people development. How do we influence others truly motivate and develop them? We do it through encouragement and belief in them. People tend to become what the most important people in their lives think they will become. And so try to model and then encourage your staff to say something uplifting to others. And I bet you in that first 60 seconds of a conversation that sets a that will set a a positive tone for everything else. So be sure to say something positive. Uh, to to start everything off, and and that'll that'll uh, set the tone for everything. In describing what makes a great baseball manager, Reggie Jackson said that a great manager has a knack for making ball players think they are better than they think they are. He forces players, uh, excuse me, he forces you to have a good opinion of yourself. He lets you know he believes in you. He makes you get more out of yourself. And once you learn how good you really are, you never settle for playing anything less 
than your best. Henry Ford said, My best friend is the one who brings out the best in me. How true. Every leader wants to bring out the best that is in people. And every successful leader knows that encouragement is the way to do it. So, be sure to encourage people. Encourage, encourage people around you. And that will make them better. Our next assumption is people buy into the leader before they buy into his or her leadership. And that's where we get into person versus position. Too often we, re we expect people to be loyal to the position of a leader instead of the person who occupies that position. But people are not motivated by organizational charts. They respond to people. The first, thing, the first thing a leader must declare is not authority because of rights, but authority because of relationships. People do not care how much you know until they know how much you care. You've got to give loyalty down before you receive loyalty up. If people do not believe in their leader, anything will hinder them from following. If people believe in a leader, nothing will stop them. You know, so you, you don't want to go around saying, well, I am your upline. I am your supervisor. I am your manager. You, want, you just want to cut all that out and just not do it. Uh, go and, and uh, get to know that person. Most of us Think of Christopher Columbus as a great discoverer, but he was also a great leader and salesman. But you didn't think of him as a salesman. You see, before he could begin his voyage of discovery that changed the world, he had to see what to his contemporaries was an utterly ridiculous idea. And that was no one one that was no just one call sale consider the circumstances and conditions that were first stacked against him first there was absolutely no market for a transatlantic voyage you know nobody had ever done that before and hundreds of years of tradition and superstition practically guaranteed that there would never be anything like that. Well, second, although Columbus had made sea voyages as a passenger, he had never been the captain of a ship. Third, Columbus was a foreigner. He was an Italian living in Portugal and then in Spain. Fourth, Columbus did not have sufficient money to find such an, uh, fund such an adventure. In fact, the only one who could legally fund a voyage of discovery was a head of state, a king or a queen. So his prospect list of benefactors was well, 
we'll just say it was rather short. Fifth, his price was not cheap. In addition to needing ships and support, Columbus had a long list of personal demands, including a a 10% commission on all commerce between his discoveries and the mother country. B. A title. Admiral of the Ocean Sea. C. The permanent position of governor of all new territories. And D. All of his honors and rights passed on to his heirs. So that was, you know, he wanted quite a bit. Well, we know that Columbus made the sale and did it on his own terms. Now, modern salespeople could learn a lot from old Columbus sales techniques. He was propelled by a single-minded passion. He wholeheartedly believed he could reach Asia by crossing the Atlantic. Even though his belief was wrong, it gave him the stamina, conviction, and confidence to convince others. And he never stopped selling. He didn't mind asking for the order again and again and again. He spent seven years asking King John of Portugal to fund the voyage. Then he went to Spain and worked on Ferdinand and Isabella for seven more years before he finally, before he finally got his yes. Columbus had to see before he could sail. Any successful leader knows this truth. People must buy into you before they buy into your dreams. High moral in an organization, high morale in an organization comes from having faith in the person at the top. So you got to keep going, keep keep uh, keep your dream alive. Keep it out in front of you. <clears throat> Assumption. Most people do not know how to be successful. They think it is luck. Most people think success is luck. And they keep trying to win the lottery of life. But success is really the result of planning. It happens where preparation and opportunity meet. Most people think success is instantaneous. They look at it as a moment, an event, or a place in time. It's not. Success is really a process. It is growth and development. It is achieving one thing and using that as a stepping stone to achieve something else. It is a journey. Most people think that success is learning how to never fail. But that's, that's not true. Success is learning from failure. Failure is the opportunity to begin again more intelligently. 
Failure only truly becomes failure when we do not learn from it. Once people realize that you, as a leader, can help them become successful, they're yours. Someone said, success is relative. Once you have it, all the relatives come. Well, this is also true in an organization. Once the leader has proven to be successful and shown an interest in helping others achieve success through the company, that leader will have loyal followers who are willing to develop and grow. So, and uh, and that's true. It, uh, you know, it's 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 not luck. Yeah, you got to plan, and then you got to work your plan. Our next assumption is most people are naturally motivated. Well, just watch a one-year-old try to explore and find out what is in a house. You see, that is natural motivation. When a one-year-old you know, goes exploring. The observation is that people become an endeavor with a desire to participate that are often demotivated and then must be remotivated to participate. You see, little children in the beginning, they want to go to school. Three and four year old children play they they, they, they play school. They can't wait to begin. They start off in first grade with shiny new lunch boxes and a high degree of motivation. However, by the time they are in school for two or three years, some kids just freaking hate it. They make excuses not to go, complaining, oh, I have a sore tummy. What happened? Well, the schools effectively demotivated the original high degree of enthusiasm and excitement. The true secret of motivation is creating an environment in which people are free from the influences that demotivate. So you got to let people, uh, you know, you know, do their own. Uh, you know, you put ideas out there for them to try, and and uh, and then you know, let them let them take off. Well, you know, maniac marketers, we want to, we develop people by creating an atmosphere to help you learn how to promote on Google in your work at home business, and uh, you know we, we we show you you know how to do different things and and uh, and you just you you go and do it. We want to have that environment. We want to put things out there for you. Uh, to learn. With Maniac Marketers, we teach you how to grow to be a leader. That's what we've been talking about, being a leader. And that's very much needed in a work-at-home business. Well, let's talk about marketing. All the various marketing uh, concepts that are out there. There's comment, article, email, traffic exchanges, 
educational relationship and there's there's a whole bunch of others out there that that people have used over time um, the truth of the matter is uh, a lot of people you know come in off uh, come into the internet and then they're only told about one or two of these methods and they think oh if, I gotta I gotta do this if I do so much of this and boom all of a sudden it's a sudden it's gonna magically take off for me well, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll talk some more about this part uh, here in a few minutes. Let's talk about educational marketing for a moment. What is educational marketing? That is providing information to the person, searching for the answer to the question that he or she has. And if you provide the solution that provide the answer, the people will most likely buy your product. Relationship marketing. That's being able to connect with another person on some level. Now, I just give a, a word of caution here. Relationship marketing does not mean that we talk to people just to have a chance of selling them something. Because that's that fine line. When you do that, that is manipulation. You talk to people because it's the right thing to do. Well, we have the coming together of two ages. We have the information age and the social community age. The information age, of course, is the, uh, the search engines. Google, Bing, and Yahoo. People go to those to uh, find out uh, information. Uh, you know, they, they have certain questions and they want answers to it so they go go search on the uh, the search engines the Google and Bing Yahoo well Google logs about two billion searches a day and uh, that, that's, that's probably about an average of 300 million people use Google in a single day and Bing has 10% of the search engine market and then Yahoo has a hundred thousand searches a week. Now the social community ages, when we talk about that, that's where people are, are coming together to share common interests. And that's why we see Facebook, MySpace, Ning, Dig, Squidoo, YouTube, uh, they've grown significantly over the last few years. The social community age. Let's just look at Facebook for a moment. More than 500 million active users. Um, and that's, I get, this statistic's probably about a year old. Uh, so I'm sure there's more than that now. But still, 500 million active users. And 50% of those are active, uh, are active uh, on any given day. An average person has about 130 friends, and they spend spend about 700 billion minutes per month on Facebook. Well, then we have Twitter. That's about 106 million registered users, and uh, that stat is uh, from April 2010. So that's a little over a year year old. But if we do the math here, they have a sign-up rate of about 300,000 per day. So uh, 
they've probably about doubled themselves now by by this time <clears throat> they have a hundred million unique visitors come to the site every month and 75% of their traffic comes from twitter.com and they also have three billion requests a day through uh, their uh, API protocol uh, coming from uh, other communities looking into uh, to Twitter and Twitter has about 55 million tweets a day there and they have the uh, Twitter has its own search engine so you can uh, market your information out there to to their search engines as well uh, they have about 600 million search queries per day and uh, about 37 percent of active users use their phone to tweet because you know, more and more people uh, have that cell phone now and the Wall Street Journal even said back in February uh, of 2011 that the com score for email usage for ages 12 to 17 dropped by 24 percent and web-based email dropped by 6 percent so the younger people are kind of starting to do away with email because they you know can communicate with their phones through Twitter well, let's talk about business for a moment our business is Trivita they're a health and wellness uh, company they have vitamins uh, your uh, vitamin A, B, C, D, E uh, your uh, multivitamins for men and for women uh, they have uh, specific uh, vitamins for for men and for women uh, for their uh, basic need or for other needs and then they, they got things like peaceful sleep and, you know to help you rest better at night they have uh, anti-inflammation products they have a uh, calcium so just you know the things that you would find in a in a vitamin store uh, they have they they have a twofold mission they want to inspire and help people experience greater overall wellness uh, they want to uh, help people to be proactive in their health so uh, so if you're if you're proactive in your health, it doesn't mean that you won't go to the doctor. It just cuts down. Uh, you know, you're, if you're if you stay healthy, uh, then you know you're less likely to go as often to to see the doctor. You know, I don't I don't I don't ever want to tell tell someone that you know they'll never have to go to the doctor again. No, I'm not I'm not saying that at all. Uh, but uh, you know, just you know, take care of yourself. You know, I know people people don't like some people don't like to go to the doctors. I know I don't like to go to the doctors. So uh, if I'm can stay healthy, then uh, then I cut down on uh, my odds of having to go to the doctor as often. And Trivita wants to give people the opportunity to create wealth for your life purposes. So uh, everything that they do is is based on on these this twofold mission. Uh, when a person becomes a customer of Trivita, uh, they share it with the uh, the distributors. Uh, if you participate in their 
Media Acquisition Program, otherwise known as uh, their MAP program. Uh, you can partner with them uh, to uh, bring in customers uh, because uh, you see, you know, you could never buy radio and TV ads. I mean, just that alone would bankrupt you, uh, even if you could find the source. Uh, and uh, anyway, if you partner with them, you know, they already have a TV and radio station. Uh, they they put out a magazine. That tells you that tells a person about all the various health things, about their products, about uh, just uh, health in, in in general, and uh, how to fight you know uh, certain ailments and stuff like that. What you might be deficient in, uh, and you know what what each of the vitamins do. Uh, so so they're they're uh, marketing on the back end for you as a person uh, becomes your customer. So that's uh so uh Trivita is a good company. Well then we have the uh, uh, uh market our marketing system is Veritech. And in uh in this marketing system there's a lead generation system, there's a classified ad system, uh splash page maker, ad submission tool, blogging system, bulk mailer tracking tools and and uh, it's even got uh, its own search engines and directories uh, there's, there's a lot in this system and uh, for fifty four dollars and ninety five cents a month you can't beat a system like that and uh, we can show you how to use that system to get to the top uh, of the search engine and you know, we talk about marketing uh, to uh, uh, you know, Google putting our information out to Google. This will uh, get our information to the first page of Google for a selected category. Uh, you know, because if you're not on the first page, you know, uh, more than likely people are not going to ever see your website or whatever you're doing, uh, because you know people rarely look past the second or third or third page. For anything, you know, I know I don't. So, uh, you know, this is a, a really remarkable system uh, that uh, that can put your information out there, and uh, and we'll show you how to, you know, use various parts of it because uh, that way, you know, you don't want to just focus on one thing that defeats the purpose of the system, but uh, you uh, you can use several things and. Uh, have a well-balanced marketing uh, uh, marketing plan to get your your information out there uh, to people so that they can find it. Well, we also have a social community at tomorrow's home business dot n i n g dot c o m. And it's how it sounds. Tomorrow's home business dot ning dot com. And in this social community, you can uh, you can post your information through blogs and videos. You can share information from the from inside this community to other social communities, like we talked about Facebook, Twitter, MySpace, 
delicious dig stumble upon and and if you have someone whose email address you can send them something but uh, you can share this out uh, you, you just hit a button and in five minutes uh, you've shared with all these uh, other social communities uh, you can also create your profile page to represent you and many times I talk about a uh, keeping your dream out in front of you mine is a Harley Davidson I, I want to ride again and I want to get a Harley and so on my profile page I have a picture of a Harley that I would love to have and I keep it out there in front of me all the time and so uh, and people know that uh, you know that's what I like to do that's what I want so it gives them a chance to kind of get to know me a little bit at least it's a, a conversation starter your profile pages are promotable on the search engine so uh, you can take your uh, link for your page and go out there and uh, spread that all over the internet you can uh, uh, and on your page you can put as many links in there uh, that you want and you can you know you can uh, you know say we'll just pick out a number five ten links uh, and uh, you know, on that one page and you promote the the one link of your profile page and then you spread out your uh, all your ten links uh, every time you uh, spread out that that or give someone that that one link of yours uh, you can use RSS feed you, if you got other blogs and things, uh, you can have that come into your profile page. And we're, we're just people working together and in a relationship. And uh, and here's one thing that I've done recently uh, too, and that I did, I have plugged this social community in with my uh, my network uh, that I've created and. Uh, so your your blogs and things don't just stay in this one community. I help you spread your information out to the internet. So that's uh, another good reason to be participating in this social community. So I encourage you to to come uh, and and uh, and participate in the community tomorrow'shomebusiness.neen.com community. Our group is the Maniac Marketers. You know, uh, Butch Hamilton has uh, shared with me uh, many of his uh, ideas and how he does things, and I've put that into practice. And you know, hey, we're willing to uh, to share that with you. Uh, you know, by just you being in business with us and and uh, and to help you uh, to be successful uh, in your in your marketing in your uh, work at home business so now we're left with business choices you know what maniac market is going to make a promise to you and that is we promise to teach you how to grow to be a leader and we teach you how to use your tools to build your work at home business now you have to make a choice and uh, and you know we invite you to a successful work at home business And if you'd like uh, more information, you may contact me 
at uh, Terry Senior. That's T E R R Y S R dot V E R E T E K K dot C O M. My Trivita link is T R I V I T A dot C O M slash one three one three four three four nine. My Skype is Allison Marketing Group. And the social community again is Tomorrow's Home Business dot Ning it's N I N G dot C O M. And in uh and I tried also uh, just recently um, created a, a conference room uh, or conference room website and uh, give you access uh, to come into my conference room and uh, and talk with me about uh, the marketing strategies uh, that we have uh, in the Maniac Marketer group and uh, and that address is Terry. Allison's, that's T-E-R-R-Y-A-L-L-I-S-O-N-S-C-O-N-F-R, or F, excuse me, F-E-R-E-N-C-E-R-O-O-M dot C-O-M. So that's Terry Allison's conference room, all one word, dot com. And I look forward to seeing you. Thank you for uh, being with us. And, uh, and I trust that I have provided you some good information to think over and reflect upon. Thank you.